You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. Happy New Year. I guess we can say that. It is official. We are those weekend golf guys. Here we are with better vision at 2020. I'm John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith in the Golf Cave at Timbergate in Edinburgh, Indiana, the number one golf instructor in the state of Indiana. Just ask anybody or Golf Digest magazine, and they will tell you that unequivocally. How are you, sir? I'm awesome. I can see clearly <laughs> Yes, today. I, and one of the things we're going to talk about later is art, mm-hmm. the art of golf. Not necessarily the art of playing golf, but the art of landscape artists have uh, found that golf courses lend themselves very well to their chosen field. Oh, they do. Yeah. They do, because there's full of beauty. Yep. From the from the elevation changes to the color changes to the fauna and the flora and all that stuff that's out there, it's uh, awesome. Yeah, and every once in a while get- you get one of these guys or gals in there swinging sticks around that you may or may not want to keep in the picture. They can paint them right out. You can. We'll be talking with some of the folks behind that whole thing coming up a little bit later on. Um, what'd you get for Christmas? Anything good? You know, I did. Okay. Um, So I got a a really good thing. I got my son into a couple of golf tournaments this week and next week. And that means that I got the gift of travel to South Florida (laughs) (laughs) to play golf. Yeah. I'm going to sign my son, notice the air quotes, my son up for this. So I get to go watch. That is so cool. Well, if nothing else, I get to go practice with him while he goes and plays. Mm-hmm. I get to uh, work on my short game. I get to hit some balls. I yeah. get to um, not be a spectator yeah. anymore. It's no longer junior golf, right? So he's that's right. You know, I, I'll watch him when he's playing in college tournaments. Mm-hmm. But this one's just a regular old adult amateur tournament. Cool. Which means that spectators really aren't there. So that means I've got about four hours. To myself in South Florida. <laughs> All right. So he's allowed. He's allowed to participate in amateur tournaments, even though he's on a college golf team. Yes, is, he can is. because as long as it's an amateur tournament mm-hmm. and there are no cash prizes, right? He's that's still right. an amateur. Right? He does not incur the wrath of the NCAA. That's no. good. That is good. You know what I got for Christmas? Fat. Nope. That's all I got for Christmas. Fat. 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 I thought you. I thought you were gonna <laughs> unplug, uh, take out the battery well, see, in your scale. Yeah, but it was on January first. It went back in. Oh no! Much to my <laughs> chagrin. Hey, we've got a lot to come up, talk about, and we're gonna do it for the next hour right here. So stick with us. We are those weekend golf guys. Soon it's gonna be February which means soon thereafter it'll be springtime and and baseball season will start up again. But you know what happens between February and the start of baseball season is spring training, which is a really cool time to go see your favorite baseball team. Why don't you follow them out to the Cactus League spring training in Arizona this year? It's a perfect home for baseball fans out there, man. It is great. Ten stadiums in the greater Phoenix area, all within 50 miles of each other. Uh, Fifteen major league teams do their spring training out in the Arizona area. And the temperature in Arizona, it averages about 75 degrees in February, which is not only great weather for watching baseball, but it's great weather for playing golf. Bring your sticks and bring the family because Arizona is a fantastic destination for families. you got family resorts. There's fun for kids of all ages, and if your child has not seen the Grand Canyon, then you're just not being a good parent. Lots of great spring training baseball and lots of great golf. Arizona, head out there. 
this February. And we are back. We are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Uh, did get a chance. Uh, I got one round in between Christmas cool. and New Year. Yeah. That's the weather's been good. 64 degrees, man. Beautimus. It was weather's, great. And I also also took took you up on some of your advice from last show. Don't tell oh? don't tell my wife because I'm did? still trying to figure out <laughs> how to Which slide piece this of one. Advice might that have been? Join a club. Oh no! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh oh! They caught me at a weak moment. I, mean, I was, I was out no. playing, you know, the Shelbyville Country Club here in town where I live. Play there a mm-hmm. lot because you know you can come in off the street if they know you and play. I know the pro, so I go over there and play. And he said, "You know, John, you really should bite the bullet and join." And I went, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> so. <clears throat> So even though we get the use of the pool and the clubhouse and everything, my wife's still not going to be down for it, I can tell. So I'm going to find some way to dress it up. But in the meantime, I'm going to be playing more often, which means that uh, I think all of my uh, shortcomings <laughs> will be exacerbated. Right? So, yeah, that's true, too. So yeah. here's the thing, John. Yeah. All right. Do the quick math. Here's, here's the selling features of said club. How close is it to your house? Oh, about four minutes. Oh, good. So that's not a lot of gas money nope. to traipse around chasing down other golf courses. That's right. So you just save time and money. Think how much. Yeah. Think how much of both, right? I could do a little bit more work because I'm not going to be driving as far to play golf. Right. Right. There you go. Okay. And then I uh, see I'm, I'm trying to help out here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be spending less money on gas, mm-hmm. um, less wear and tear on the car. And more time out of your hair. <laughs> right. So, and then now uh, here's how you, here's the other part. Okay. So now, Mr. Mr. I've joined a country club. Mm-hmm. This is funny to me. <laughs> Don't wait. This is going to come. Uh-huh. The entire year of 2020, you're going to be hearing me call you Mr. Snooty Country Club member. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know this is coming. I know. Right. <laughs> right? So here's the other thing, the positive about this. Right. Outside of the fact that it's um, it's a great golf course and on and on. Right. Right. But now all you have to do some quick math. How do you net it down to how many rounds of golf did you play last year? And then how many rounds of golf will it take you to play this year? And you can say, honey, but it's only costing me this much per round. See, you just play. Of course, you're going to embellish the number that you're going to play. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So there's there's a downside to that, too. Remember. Yeah. Or I hand, I handle most of the finances, so maybe I just won't even tell her. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> then there's that, you know. <laughs> then there's that. Well, one of the things I noticed uh, last week is um, how about you got a deal because you're a radio personality. That's right. They, and that they wanted some advertising out of it. They comped me, honey. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some trade outs. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, I can't putt to save my life, man. I have I have tried all of the things I have heard from you. I, I don't know if it's my eyesight or what it is, man, but I keep missing my putts to the right of the cup. Not by much. Right? But I think so I'm are we I think I'm about dead your on short-ish ones? Yes, Relatively even short putts. Even yeah, 3 4 footers even. Yes. Long okay. putts, short so, putts, they all go to the right of where I think I am. Well, I'll tell you what. 
there's a couple things that that can help with putting, and and everybody that's listening will will understand some of these things. But the first thing I want to tell you, John, remember um, our putting guru friend, mm-hmm. Mr. John Dunnigan. Yeah, I got to buy the book. Huh? Golf professional, right? Got to buy the book. Yeah. Hold it, right? There's a ton of stuff in there that's going to help you. Okay. But if we're talking about, hey, I'm missing short-ish putts, and they're usually to the right, what does that lead you down the road of right away? That I should aim lefter. <laughs> well, yeah, th- that's right. You should aim lefter, yeah, right? Right. But that it leads me down the road of your club face at the time it's hitting the golf ball is pointed a little bit to the right. You're probably not starting it on the line that you think you're starting it on. Yeah, that's probably true. Right? So – it could be an alignment thing. Maybe you're a little too far from your ball or your putter head, or maybe you're a little too close to it. So what you ought to do is you're, you're in the home today because you're not at the snooty country club that you just joined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little anyway, cold. Yeah. <laughs> right? So you're going to go put a dime on the floor, and you're going to put your putter face and point it at that dime, and you're going to get that right. And you're going to not grip your putter, but you're going to prop it up on your finger. And then you're going to get your stance. And now I want you, you're about two feet behind that dime on the, on the target line. So does your putter still look like it's facing that dime if you get closer or farther from the head of your putter? Right? Back up or get closer. Okay, right? I Figure see. out where that starts to change the viewpoint of where you think that putter head is actually aimed and find out what your tolerance is on how far you should be or how close you should be to the head of that putter. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, you adjust up and down your posture. The farther down your posture goes, the more your head goes out toward your putter and your aim starts to get skewed and then you adjust. So find out what posture you need to be to be in. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah, it does. It makes perfect so you sense. Find how, right. So you find how up and down and how close and far you should be from the head of your putter and then see what it does to your perspective on where your putter face is actually aimed. Hmm. Next, after you figure that out, after you have set the putter face down there and gotten that perspective on where it really is aimed, ask yourself a question. Is that where the back of your golf ball is because maybe you put that in a different place in your swing in your stance and if you do i'll bet you that that has a major effect on your face of your putter at impact so here's what i want you to do okay if it's not where you put your ball you've got the face aimed at the dime Start putting the ball on the face at that point. I'm imagining that will be on under your left nostril, so to speak, just in, on the inside edge of your left eye. Mm-hmm. And if that's where the back of the golf ball is, I'll bet you right now that you could put it and you could roll that ball right over that dime. Huh. Okay. Huh? I will uh, go and attempt to do that. Yeah, do that. I will. I think that's a smart thing for you to be doing. Yeah, so I, had- I want to make sure that. Uh, that you get your putter face better because I don't want you to mess with your stroke. I want you to perfect your vision Mm -hmm. of where you see your putter face, perfect your ball position with that good putter face so that you can 
accurately predict where the face will be and you can prove to yourself that your regular stroke probably is the standard, the thing that doesn't mess up. It's probably the aim of the putter face and that comes from your perspective on where it is. Well, you know, my, my perspective on, on having my irons straight was off a little bit. Maybe it's just the same perspective problem. Maybe it's Could my be. eyes. Maybe just because Could it's be. 2020, things will improve automatically now with my eyes. Mm-hmm. Let's Maybe. hope. You know, because I went back, I, I told you I had gotten that putter that had the multiple, well, I showed it to you the other day, multiple alignment uh, notches on it. Yeah, that's right. And and then I started to think, I said, well, that that's pretty cool and it's, it's a great tool, but I have a Seymour putter that was fitted to me. Uh-huh. So why don't I go back and just learn how to use the one that's supposed to work perfectly for me rather than messing around with a gimmick? Not a bad idea. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, not a bad idea. <laughs> I would think that you'd like a lot of those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, just if I would think so. If somebody who knows how to fit a putter actually fit me to this putter, then by golly, I should probably learn to live with it. And learn to use it. I would think so. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. You know, I would imagine you as, you know, hunky-dory, big-time golf instructor, you probably see a lot of golfers doing the same bad things, right? Yeah. Over and over and I over do. again. There's there's probably crap that we all do wrong. And we're going to delve into some of that when we come right back. Hang out with us. We are those weekend golf guys. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. You know, golfers, we love gear. It's a big part of our game, and we put a lot of time and, and let's face it, a lot of money into getting it right, whether we're researching our next irons or maybe even testing out some new tees. But there is one important piece of equipment that we overlook, your golf cart battery. Most of us don't consider the quality of our battery. That That is until it dies, and we're stranded out in the middle of the course. That's why we want you to know about the Relyon Insight battery, the intelligent golf cart battery that utilizes intuitive software for better performance and fewer disconnects. The Relyon Insight battery is powered by lithium, not lead acid, so it charges faster, provides more range, and requires no maintenance. It's a drop-in replacement, so just connect and go. You can learn more at RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use our special promo code GolfGuys for 10% off. Plus, you'll get a free charger when you order two or more Insight batteries. Again, that's RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use promo code GolfGuys. And no other lithium battery compares to Relyon's. Order yours today. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golfguys. And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. You are not alone, no matter how bad you think you are or how bad mistakes you make. You are probably not the first, the only, nor the last to make that particular mistake. Golfers do this stuff all the time, right? Yeah. I could rattle off five things, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to rattle off just five. Okay. And we're going to say, hey, you know people do this all the time. How about this one? Playing from the wrong place, the wrong set of tees. 
where are you going to play from today, boys? Well, normally I play for the back tee. <laughs> yeah. Should you be? There's golf courses out there. They got multiple sets of tees. Come on, fellas. Yeah. Play the place that makes the game fun. If yeah. you can't hit a driver off the tee and an eight iron from there off your normal, not your absolutely longest drive you've ever hit in your life on the on the regular par fours, you're probably playing the wrong tees. If your driver distance is say 250 yards, now lots of people it's not 250 yards. Let me tell you. Yeah, the average is like 210, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so okay. let's say that the average driver is 210. Let's give them a bonus and let's say it's 225. Okay. For all those people who say, no, mine's more than 210. Yeah. All right, let's go 225. Well, you ought to be playing about a 6,000-yard golf course. Here's the simple math on this. Okay. You take your 5-iron, and however far you fly your 5-iron, let's say that it's 180 yards. You multiply that by 36, and you get out there 185 yard, 180 yards times 36 and you go, that's the yardage I should be playing. Or if you want to base it off your driver, you go 225, yeah, it's about 5,800 to 6,000 yards. Mm-hmm. If you happen to hit it 250, you ought to be playing 62 to 6,400 yards. And most of these guys are going 6,400 yards, 6,200 yards. Those are the women's tees. Those are the senior tees. Really? How about this? Think about the shot you're going to have into the green. Do you want an 8-iron or 9-iron in your hand, or do you want to have to hit a 5-iron yeah. and have fun? Exactly. And have fun. Yeah, because you're not That's embarrassing anybody by playing from the forward tees. Uh, there's there's no. been the move it, move it forward movement, which I don't think yeah. has been marketed quite as well as it should have been. But that's, right. you know, bes- beside the point. Right. You know, case in point, I told you I got a round in last week. I had one hole. One hole is 384-yard par four. My second shot was 112 yards. Center face, perfect drive. Bam. I mean, even the people I was playing with were like, whoa. But that was the only time I did that in 18 holes. The other drives were normal, you know, 210, 215, something like that, you know. But most of us tend to take our best and go, well, that's, that's how I normally play. Right. You know, that's how, that's how long I hit my drives. Yeah. One out of 37 times, yeah, right. maybe, you know, move up. It's not going to embarrass you. Right. Here's another thing that golfers do that they should do, but they just don't for some reason or another is they don't use training aids. No, I don't need that thing. That's dumb. I don't need that. Heck, if a guy needs something like that, he's no good of an athlete. Wait a minute. Yeah. Let's get real here, folks. There have been thousands of training aids made over time that are actually really functional for many people for different kind of things. And a training aid can be as simple as one of those heavier, flexible club-looking things that really doesn't have a head on the other end. It's got like a ball on it. Yeah, the orange There's whip. multiple colors and the orange whip and yeah. the yellow skills thing and whatnot. Yeah. Right? What's it good for? Lots of stuff. Tempo, timing, rhythm, warming up, learning where you you feel your your the club load and, and where you feel like your body works and all that stuff. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they're great for your body, right? Yeah. How about the simplest of simple things? Little little putting trainer things like little mirrors or little things to putt at or putt through, you know, they're challenge things. Sometimes they're skill building and sometimes they're feel building things, right? Right. There's these swing trainer aids out there. There's a thing that you can have that the, it's like a, a thing you can swing that's got this little thing that when you swing and you unleash the club and you uncock your wrist and you snap your wrist, it makes this snapping noise down at your left foot when you do it at your left foot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it teaches you where 
you would be unloading the club. And there's people out there going, nah, I don't need that kind of thing. You know what? Open your eyes and open your mind a little bit. There's stuff out there that's good for what ails you. And I'm not, and I'm not a salesman for these guys. I'm not a pitch man. I'm just saying, hey, there's stuff that there is. I'm a teacher. I see certain things that are really helpful to people, and I will recommend to them that they go use it. Yeah. And they'll go, well, don't you have one to sell me? And the answer is no. You go buy it from that company yourself because I'm not a salesman for a company. Yeah. Yeah. But if it, if I find that that thing would help them and I believe it, then I'll then I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, here's another thing that I'll tell you. You know, as we talk about a lot of mistakes golfers make, mm-hmm. not learning how to practice on the golf course. Okay. Now, what am I talking about here? Am I talking about dropping a second, third, fourth, fifth golf ball I hope during not. a round of golf? No, okay. I'm not. Good. I'm absolutely not because that's just slowing up play, screwing up the golf course. No, don't do it. But what I am saying is this. Why not go out to the golf course and let's have a practice round? For example, John, you and I are going to go out and it's Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock. And the golf course is kind of busy. So why don't we do this? Instead of playing our normal round of golf, why don't we go work on a couple things? Let's go look at strategy and let's go look at where would I do, where would I be and talk it through if I'm your caddy or you're my caddy and go, where do I want to play? And then what do I need into this green and start to think our way through a round of golf and then go hit the shot. And if the shot doesn't go where we want or if it's just an average run of the mill shot that we wind up with, pick the ball up and go put it someplace in the thicker rough or under a tree or behind something that makes you hit a different shot. But I can still do that without messing up pace of play. Yeah. You're just not playing for right? score. You're playing for right. ability. Ability to learn how to practice. Now, here's another way to go about doing this. And this is the biggest way that I encourage people to go get better. You go find the slow time on the golf course, usually evenings, front nine in the evenings, you know, when everybody else is teed off, trying to get as many holes as they can in, right. and you tee off behind them. And then you go out and you specifically go to troublesome areas on the golf course that are hard for you. For example, let's say you go to a fairway bunker and you go throw down a few balls and you learn how to hit that shot. And then you clean up the fairway bunker mess that you've made. And then you go to a downhill lie out of the rough or an uphill lie out of the rough. Or like I said earlier, a ball below the trees and you learn how to hit these knockout shots. Mm -hmm. Practice on the golf course because it is in the environment in which you play. And it is the closest way to transfer that information, that that stuff you just did. I learned how to do it, and I did it in the environment that I play in. You might even want to use your last round as the basis to decide what you want to work on on that practice round. That's right. Played with my brother-in-law, and you know we have had many discussions about how he eschews practice. He needs no stinking practice, right? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I wonder where he got that from. <laughs> so... <laughs> He he bought himself for Christmas three brand new wedges. Got a fifty two, a fifty six, and a sixty. He's never swung a sixty degree wedge in his life. All right. Oh. Uh-huh. So so he started using them because he's one of those guys. You know, you pull out your seven iron and chip with it all he, the time, huh? Yeah, all the time. No matter what, that's what he used. Even on that, even on that downhill lie. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Even that one where the ball's really, you know, the cup's really close to you. He does that too, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it worked. I'm just saying that's so what he did. Say, when do I get to play this guy for money? <laughs> so he got wedges because he's decided, you know, he he needs to learn to use them. And he actually said, and I quote, 
You know, if I just practiced with these a little bit, I bet you I'd be pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, stranger things have happened, buddy. (laughs) How about about that? Here's another thing that golfers screw up. I mean, sorry, the mistakes that golfers make. Yeah. This may be one of the top five. Just maybe. It's not the first, it's in the first five that I'm mentioning, but just maybe. They don't take enough club. Again, it's an ego thing. Yep. Oh, no. I do hit this pitching wedge 140 yards in the air every time. (laughs) Every time. I do. Every time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I do. Uh Uh-huh. Not not remembering it was that one time downhill with a 20-mile-an-hour wind at your back. And I landed on the cart path in front of the green and bounced up over the back. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But, no, the point here is is to take enough club is is this. You've seen me play. I've told you about this. Numerous times, I will over club early in my round of golf because I have accepted the fact that I'm not going to hit it purely every time. Mm -hmm. And until my ball goes in trouble long, I'm going to take more club than normal. Yeah. And then when it starts to go too far, then I will back down. But you know what I get out of that? I get lower scores because most of the trouble around the greens is short. Yep. It's Not almost like they the planned it that the back way. Third. Yeah. It's almost like the golf designers planned it that way. Yeah. Because they know people. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so take enough club to clear the trouble if you don't hit it well. Right. Instead of assuming you're going to hit it as flush as you've ever hit it and then carry it from there. No, assume that you won't. I'm not saying plan then say, oh, no, I'm not a good striker of the golf ball and mentality, so therefore I must take more club. No, I'm saying prepare for that. Yeah. I mean, by the fifth or sixth sixth hole, if if you're hitting well, make the adjustment then. That's what you're saying. I do. I make the adjustment. Right. Exactly Exactly. what I'm saying. Exactly. I make the adjustment when the golf ball carry distance tells me I should. Right. 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 Now, Jeff is- also pay attention to the conditions like uphill shots. I take more club. Mm -hmm. Into the wind shots, I take more club. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So keep that in mind, folks. Jeff has counted about 101 things that most of us do wrong or mistakes that we make or whatever, and we're going to be delineating them throughout the year 2020. Again, Happy New Year. Stick around. We've got uh, George Lawrence, president of the Golf Artists Organization. He's coming up next right here on Those Weekend Golf Guys. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. Sports packages on cable TV cost a fortune. And most of the time, they don't even show you all the games that you want to see. That's why having ExpressVPN is an absolute must for any sports fan. Here's how it works. You see, ExpressVPN tricks the sites into thinking that you were located somewhere else in the world. NIST lets you watch games that are blacked out in your region and lets you buy sports subscriptions that cost less in other countries. So you can use ExpressVPN to stream all sports, NFL, NBA, English Premier League, college hoops, you name it. 
I got a friend who wants to watch the Louisville game. He lives down in Mobile. No one's carrying it down there. He's using ExpressVPN. He's going to stream it live. And you can do the same thing, too. You can save money, and you can watch all the games you want with the best VPN for streaming sports. You visit expressvpn.com slash weekend. expressvpn.com slash weekend, and you will get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash weekend. Sure sign of spring for me is when I hear him say that uh, pitchers and catchers are reporting for spring training. I love spring training. You ever thought about going out to Arizona, catch the Cactus League spring training? There's 10 stadiums, 15 Major League Baseball teams, and 75-degree average temperatures that time of year. Uh, 10 stadiums are, are all in the greater Phoenix area, all within 50 miles. And baseball is a lot of fun. Spring training is a lot of fun. But you know what else is a lot of fun is Arizona. Arizona, known for incredible landscapes, outdoor adventures, and hey, bring your golf clubs. Because when the guys aren't playing baseball, you can be playing golf. There's so much great golf in Arizona around the greater Phoenix area. So check it out. Spring training in Arizona. What a great idea. You can plan your spring training getaway at visitarizona.com slash spring training. That's visitarizona.com slash spring training. That's visitarizona.com slash spring training. You know, golfers, we love gear. It's a big part of our game, and we put a lot of time and, and let's face it, a lot of money into getting it right, whether we're researching our next irons or maybe even testing out some new tees. But there is one important piece of equipment that we overlook, your golf cart battery. Most of us don't consider the quality of our battery. That That is until it dies, and we're stranded out in the middle of the course. That's why we want you to know about the Relyon Insight battery, the intelligent golf cart battery that utilizes intuitive software for better performance and fewer disconnects. The Relyon Insight battery is powered by lithium, not lead acid, so it charges faster, provides more range, and requires no maintenance. It's a drop-in replacement, so just connect and go. You can learn more at RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use our special promo code GolfGuys for 10% off. Plus, you'll get a free charger when you order two or more Insight batteries. Again, that's RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use promo code GolfGuys. And no other lithium battery compares to Relyon's. Order yours today. Welcome back, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana, which is where the number one golf instructor in the state of Indiana could hang his hat. Makes sense. On the line with us, George Lawrence, who is an artist extraordinaire. I'm not sure how good a golfer he is. Far as <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I've gone the way of most golfers who get older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you got to start somewhere or end somewhere or whatever. As long as you still play, that's still right. enjoy, that's fine, George. But uh, the Love art, it. the art that you uh, create, has not diminished whatsoever. No, um, no. Actually, okay. Uh, I, I've been playing golf for sixty-one years. Okay. And uh, and and I used to be halfway decent. Uh, now I'm uh, a much better artist than I am a golfer. <laughs> well. And, and uh, I, yes, I'm president of the Academy of Golf Art, right. which is a nonprofit organization. We've been around since 2003. We, um, we, we had uh, some wonderful exhibits. Uh, the most recent uh, and most spectacular was in Augusta uh, last year. We were down there for, um, I think, four months, and uh, we were there during the Masters, and we uh, broke uh, the uh, Morris Museum's uh, attendance record 
for Masters Week. That is so fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So we're coming along very well. Yeah. Well, I can tell you I'm a better artist than a golfer, too, but I can't even do stick people. So you know where that puts me. So, you know, we're in trouble. (laughs) I don't believe that, John. You saved me the trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Or stole my lines, whichever it is. He's not laughing at me. He's just laughing next to me. But now this. (laughs) Hello, Jeff. (laughs) How you doing? (laughs) All right. Now. What is it with landscape artists? We were talking earlier, Jeff and I, about the the whole idea of a golf course, just the views themselves, the colors and everything. Other than seascapes, probably the most dramatic thing a landscape artist can can create, isn't it? Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, look, I, I, as I said, 61 years being on golf courses, and I've played all over the world, and I, I've played some really – funny, some people would say ugly golf courses. Every golf course I've been on, I see something I can paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you're out there with nature. And yeah. You have the, the, the light, uh, the natural light. And, and, and Yes. I agree. See, <laughs> land. Yeah. You, yeah. People are all right, too. But no. Yeah. They just get in the way sometimes, <laughs> man, you know? <laughs> When you talk colorful with people, you're talking something totally different than art. So, uh, we, we have had Linda Hartell on the show a couple of times. She, she's a, a, a local, she's from our hometown here in Louisville. Um, but the, she is a member, yeah. she's a member of your academy and she's, she is, and she's also a very good friend and, uh, the, probably the, you know, the world's best golf artist. Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. It's pretty, she's pretty good. I got to tell you. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I've, I've not good. seen anything that she's ever touched with brush to canvas uh, that that ever looks bad to me at all. I just look at that going, I don't even know if that's, that's a picture good. or is that a you, painting you, or how it's beautiful. Well, okay, you bring up something very important here, uh, and that's that uh, we're online. So if your listeners would like to see what we're about, mm-hmm. just go to Academy of Golf. Art Academy of Golf Art dot org, and um, they can look mm-hmm. while while we're talking and um, see what we are talking about. And it's it's not just uh, oil paintings, artists. You you do oh, no. you do uh, photography, sculptors, and and all that kind of good stuff. Any anybody who yes. is uh, creative and on right. a golf course, right? Exactly, and um, we um, we actually. We're only eight members at the moment, um, which because it's been very exclusive. However, I envision this by the end of this year, starting tomorrow, that we are going to be close to 200 members because we're going to try to get students, people at all levels, in who have a creative bent mm-hmm. and have the passion for the game. Right. And yeah. we're going to make room for them in our organization. We're going to have various categories. And um, I, I've just started uh, uh, getting in contact with the first T program up here at the Metropolitan Golf Association, and I hope to uh, uh, meet a whole bunch of kids um, this spring and summer, and um, try to see if I can get some recruits. Get get some artists out I'm of sure the kids' room. I'm sure. I am sure, man. Um, I, I always thought creativity kind of adulthood stifles creativity in most people. You look at you look at kids, and they're going to be much more creative today than they will be when 
when they're in their 30s trying to make a living. How about, how about a putting stroke of a, a 10-year-old? <laughs> yeah. how, good, how good is that? Huh. You know, it's really good if Grandpa doesn't touch him. <laughs> That's right. right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jeff, you agree with that? <laughs> yeah. There's so many things about what kids do. If you just said, hey, I want you to hit this ball to that thing over there and shut up and watch what happens, you'll find that a shocking percentage of it is really good. And then all yeah. of a sudden you go, hey, you know, let's tweak this and then go do it. And then things yeah. get better. And now all of a sudden that you just drop this little little snippet on them and then that's it. And then you just let it go. And then you can just – you see so many videos of little kids swinging clubs and you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, that's pure. I hope nobody right. teaches that out of them. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Well, no, nobody ever taught it out of Bubba Watson, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he is creative, that guy. And that's how he learned how to play. Along the same lines, George, and again, uh, George Lawrence, who's the president of the Academy of Golf Art, is our guest here on Those Weekend Golf Guys. Uh, you do not have to be a full-time artist to join the Academy, do you? Oh, definitely not. Okay. Oh, no, no uh, not, not now. Uh, yes, before we were um, uh, museum-quality artists. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily full time, you know, there are other careers because sometimes it's not great financially. Yeah, starving uh, artist is a term we're all familiar with, George. You know, (laughs) you have to do other things. Anyway, um, no, no, no. Uh, Anybody, as I said before, anyone who has, uh, is creative Mm -hmm. in any way, shape, or form, really. uh, I mean, we're, we're open to new things now, but. You know, we're talking about even digital. Um, we, we, we'd look at that, and um, but, but, but sh- share the passion for the game. That's mm-hmm. the yeah. that's the key. Yeah, you know, you, you probably never understood the exact meaning of the word verdant un- <laughs> until you get to a golf course. That's true. And I think they have more <laughs> shades of green on a golf course than Crayola has in their box of 128 crayons. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. oh no, no, that's, that's definitely true. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no, you, you don't. You don't get your colors from a crayon box. That's right. <laughs> you, you you create them depending upon what you see, and what light gives you, uh, natural light. Yeah, yeah, it's great stuff. And that's probably why golf courses also lend themselves so well to uh, photography. Be- Correct. Because the way the art yes. plays, oh, the sunlight see. plays. Now you bring up a question that I've always wanted to ask someone who did really good golf art. All right. I did not, I did not dare ask this of Linda Hartall because I'm just completely enthralled with everything that she does. (laughs) But do they do it from real life or do they, do they, does somebody like grab a great (laughs) high quality picture and say, here, paint this? How does, how is that Uh, done? uh, Well, we, we, uh, pretty much take our own photographs. Uh, have, when was the last time you saw uh, somebody with a big easel, um, you know, on the 18th? Behind that, the 18th that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm getting at is that's exactly Standing what there, led you know, me in the to way, that question. Uh, but I just dared uh, not ask it. No, right? we, but now we, I, I, uh, it's 2020. I've mustered up the courage to go. Oh, yeah. You guys paint well, from photographs. We, obviously, we, yeah, but we like to, you know, we, okay, we, we do a lot of commission work. We, we can paint, you know, what is given us, but I don't know of any of us 
uh, who would, I mean, we would definitely prefer to be on the scene at the time of day we have chosen, whether it's morning or late afternoon, by the way, um, that's a tip for your golf photography. Uh, don't, don't take a lot of photographs at noon. Uh, yeah. They're not going to turn out very, very well. So, uh, you get the contrast and, um, yeah, we, 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 you know, for in the old days when I used an SLR, I, I take 75 to 100 photos of one hole. Mm. Um, at a certain time, once I pick the time of day. Sure, yeah. And I'd work with those and, and create my painting. Wow. Yeah, we... Uh, so and, that's how we do it. And I apologize. I forget the, the gentleman's name. We um, He's a Scottish gentleman photographer, and he uh, he shot the old course, and he did it all between the hours of, like, sunrise and, and 7.30 a.m. He said the just the, the shadows and, and just the way this the light was at the early, early morning right. hours were just beautiful. And all of well, his well, he, pictures were at that time. If, if he did that in, in the middle of June, um, he only would have lost about uh, two hours out of the day. Yeah, uh, because <laughs> yeah that's right. It stays light out there. <laughs> it's it's crazy, isn't it? It is. Yeah, man. it's wonderful. <laughs> I, so, George, uh, again, George Lawrence, president of Academy of Golf Art, and you can uh, check it out at academyofgolfart.org. Um, you're looking for members. You're looking for, I would also a member, uh, I would assume some, some appreciative eyes to check it out and just, uh, yes, enjoy yes, what you guys have up there. Really, really take, please take, take a look at our website, um, which we're going to really enhance this year. But, um, you can see that, you know, besides the commission work, uh, which obviously is pretty pricey. We have um, reproductions on, on, on canvas and uh, called chiclets, and we have paper, and, and we, we do a whole bunch of things. And, you know, if mm-hmm. somebody, an average golfer, you know, birthday coming up, it just makes a great gift. Yeah. And, I mean, every every golfer with a, with a man cave should have <laughs> some sort of golf art, you know, just. Oh, oh just, yes. Just there. And the, oh, yeah. the stuff on, I've been perusing your uh, website earlier before the interview came on, George, and some of the stuff there is absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Well, yeah, it's all, we, we have yeah. some really talented people. Yeah. Yep. So again, you're looking for folks who are interested in golf art to, um, would there be any mentoring or anything if somebody were young and decided that I really want to get into this? Could they join the well, academy and, and get some tips? Well, definitely contact me. Okay. Uh, without a doubt, uh, just if somebody feels, hey, wow, this might be for me, mm-hmm. fine. Contact George Lawrence, um, President Academy of Golf Art, and uh, it, yeah, that's that, that's the way to get going. Yeah. If somebody's really interested, we're if somebody's that interested, we're interested. That's that's the way to be, man. That is great because, like you said, there's just so many talented kids, uh, naturally talented kids. Who haven't yeah. had it uh, beaten out of them or taught out of them or whatever it is. Correct. <laughs> They're just doing what they they like to do. Yeah. They they yeah they have to do some of them. You know, it's just yeah. all in their nature. So we're going to find those kids. Fantastic, and let's let's hope we can help a little bit there. Academyofgolfart.org. And uh, even if you just want to go and appreciate some stuff, just check it out because it's absolutely gorgeous. And the next time you run into Linda, tell her her homeboys from Louisville say hello. 
Okay. <laughs> Will do. Hey, John, Jeff, uh, this has been fantastic. I hope you fellows have a wonderful new year. You too, George. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Thank you much, sir. And we'll be right back. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. You know, golfers, we love gear. It's a big part of our game, and we put a lot of time and, and, let's face it, a lot of money into getting it right, whether we're researching our next irons or maybe even testing out some new tees. But there is one important piece of equipment that we overlook, your golf cart battery. Most of us don't consider the quality of our battery. That That is until it dies, and we're stranded out in the middle of the course. That's why we want you to know about the Relyon Insight battery, the intelligent golf cart battery that utilizes intuitive software for better performance and fewer disconnects. The Relyon Insight battery is powered by lithium, not lead acid, so it charges faster, provides more range, and requires no maintenance. It's a drop-in replacement, so just connect and go. You can learn more at RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use our special promo code GolfGuys for 10% off. Plus, you'll get a free charger when you order two or more Insight batteries. Again, that's RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use promo code GolfGuys. And no other lithium battery compares to Relyon's. Order yours today. Soon it's going to be February which means soon thereafter it'll be springtime and, and baseball season will start up again. But you know what happens between February and the start of baseball season is spring training, which is a really cool time to go see your favorite baseball team. Why don't you follow them out to the Cactus League spring training in Arizona this year? It's a perfect home for baseball fans out there, man. It is great. Ten stadiums in the greater Phoenix area, all within 50 miles of each other. Uh, Fifteen major league teams do their spring training out in the Arizona area. And the temperature in Arizona, it averages about 75 degrees in February, which is not only great weather for watching baseball, but it's great weather for playing golf. Bring your sticks and bring the family because Arizona is a fantastic destination for families. you got family resorts. There's fun for kids of all ages, and if your child has not seen the Grand Canyon, then you're just not being a good parent. Lots of great spring training baseball and lots of great golf. Arizona, head out there this February. Okay, so uh, if you're missing short putts, long putts, if you're missing any kind of putts, we fix that for you. Uh, there are a few other mistakes that, see, all along you thought you were doing exclusively and wouldn't tell anybody because you thought you'd be embarrassed to tell somebody, this is what happens and it's not so... You're not alone. No matter what you're doing wrong, you're not alone. And then art. Appreciate golf as art and appreciate the art of golf. Not too shabby yeah, for the, uh, the cool. first uh, first Sunday that we've been together here in 2020. A lot of good things coming up we want to tell you about. You do really need to go to those weekendgolfguys.com. You can check out every episode we've ever done there. You can also subscribe to our drinking and driving newsletter, which you really need to do. It comes out on Tuesdays, and it's just three or four articles. And we have um, hooked up with a company that uses artificial intelligence. That's because we don't have any ourselves. That, that's right. We have to use the artificial because, you know, the regular stuff doesn't come by very easily for us. But the artificial intelligence, what it will do is it will basically, judging on what you read in the newsletter this week, pick what you will get in the newsletter next week. The newsletter you get and the newsletter Jeff gets may be two different things, but it'll both come on Tuesday and it'll both come from us. So sign up for it. 
thisweekingolfguys.com. Follow us also on Facebook at facebook.com slash golfguys. And you can follow us on Twitter at WKND Golf Guys. A lot of great stuff is going to be happening in 2020, man. Jeff is going to be uh, on video a lot more often. Live yeah. things that uh, you can participate in. Our show is getting better and better and better. The, the video stuff that we're going to do, John. Yeah. I'm already having fun with the, the setup of the studio and how much we're going to be able to do in there. I'm excited. I know, man. You're just you're you're an equipment geek, man. I got to get one of these because it's got pretty flashing lights and everything. Man, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the bottom line is, if you participate in the videos that Jeff will be doing, you will become a better golfer. We will give you details on that. Uh, it it may even be in the newsletter. So again, go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com and subscribe to the Drinking and Driving Digest. And it's about golf, not about on the roads. So don't get mad, mad. Also coming up, we're going to be doing some live shows from um, one of the the new fitting operations that just opened here in town. I'm going to get fitted for a new driver. So let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. You just joined a country club. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to go get fit for clubs. Uh Somebody fell into a pile of money. Jump on back, Jack. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take my pile of money. It's a very small pile of money, but I am going to blow it on golf. You should, too. There you go. Get fit. Don't get fit. Off the rack. Used clubs. New clubs. Borrowed clubs. It doesn't matter. Pick them up. Buy yourself some balls and go play golf. <laughs>